Yo, 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 what's up, Sooner fans? This is your host from the Prairie back home, Jeremiah Hall, formerly number 27 on the field, but always number one in your hearts. Here with me today, you know who it is, my right-hand man, number nine on the field, our captain and fearless leader, the Braden, wait, room, Willie Willis. And this is the podcast on the Prairie. Braden? Jay? That intro always makes you smile just a little bit, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. I like that it brightens your day, you know? <laughs> I appreciate it, man. No problem. How you feeling? I'm all right, you know. I don't like losing too much, but, you yeah. know, uh, it's spilled milk. Uh, I think JB had the best line I've heard. He said, you can't unscramble scrambled eggs, so... You know, yeah. I just it, it is what it is now. Now we got to focus on you know being the best team we can be from here on out. You know, and let it be a learning opportunity instead of it trending into a bad, um, into uh, into a negative direction. I guess so. All right, you can't unscramble scrambled eggs. That's a that's a first. I've never heard that one. That's a good one though. Hmm. I like it. As a tight end and a fullback, a big part of our job on the field is protecting others. We have our moments, but most of the time we're doing the gritty work behind the scenes to help our teammates shine. That sounds just like our friends at Plainview Legal Group. Haley and Travis Dennis are longtime property attorney experts who will work tirelessly for their clients. They fight hard and handle the nitty gritty of your property issues so you can focus on life's other issues. When you use Plainview Legal, you are working with diehard Sooners. Haley and Travis have five degrees from the university, and Haley has even taught at OU's law school. So whether you're being contacted by Oklahoma Turnpike Authority about acquiring your land or dealing with any other property issues, we highly encourage you to set up a free consultation with Plainview Legal Group. You can go to their website at www.plainviewlegal.com. Give them a call at 405-310-0183 or email them at info at plainviewlegal.com. We're incredibly grateful for Plainview Legal for the support they give the show, so please check them out. Please see the show notes of this episode for important disclaimer information. Well, I'm glad you're not down on the dumps. You know, I feel like oftentimes in Norman, the the score reflects the morale around the town. And oh, yeah. uh, that's that's a lot of weight to carry. You know, I you know was, this? Yeah. I was leaving the stadium and so many people, man, so many people were like, man, it, it's going to be a rough pod this week, huh? I'm like, no, never. <laughs> it's never going to be a rough pod, man. You know, I I remember after the first loss we, uh, we, we took last year, and I was just like, man, you know, like how do I approach the podcast any different? I was like, no, nah, man, positivity. And I think we talked right. about that last year. You know, I'm never, I'm never one to – to try and let the the end score just absolutely kill me, you know. But yeah, uh, glad glad you're doing fairly well considering the the circumstances. So no brunch today though, huh? No brunch. My was, uh, parents had to get up early, going to go watch my little sister go ball out in uh, San Marcos, and so they left early, and so we kind of did our little dinner last night instead of a brunch, and then. At treatment, yeah. you know how that goes. So, Sooner Nation, I was supposed to go to brunch with uh, B. Willie and his family today. 
It is Sunday for us. And uh, I, I, I woke up at like 9, 9.15, but I didn't text you until, what, 10-something? I wish I would have texted you earlier because I was sitting around waiting. I was like, you know, I'm not going to text them too early, but I was... That's on me. I probably should have texted you. I was I looking forward to the brunch. Like that. That's on me. That's on uh, me. Nah, you're good. God, I didn't. Well, I didn't eat anything either. So I'm like, when you said no, I was just like, dang. Dang. Okay. (laughs) Oh, now I feel bad. (laughs) Now I feel bad. My fault. (laughs) Nah, it's good. I mean, I understand. Like, I didn't want to bother you because one, you guys had just lost, and two, like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I remember being busy, so I was just like, I'm just let you do your thing. (laughs) (laughs) Now I feel bad. I'm sorry, man, dog. Yeah, it was good. You know, got a few nicks and bruises that I got to tend to. But uh, yeah. other than that, it was, it was good. Nothing made – you don't have anything bothering you or anything? Nah, relatively okay. good, healthy at this point of the year. I mean, just little stuff like, you know, stuff that, you know, if I would say on here, people would be like, oh, my God. But, like, to you, you know, it's yeah. just, like, part of the deal. Like, nah. you know, like, dislocated fingers and stuff like that. Like, that's just nothing, yeah. you know. So, yeah. now, Have you but, you've picked up a, uh, uh, a, a new dislocation? One? Yeah, a new one? I picked up my pinky. Ah, pinky gang. Hey. Yeah, pinky. <laughs> that was relatively recent. That makes, uh, that makes two, three, four. Five dislocations and one uh, broken thumb. Oh, uh, you got me beat. I only got, I got three dislocated fingers, but only four, dis- two on the pinky. So four total. Yeah. Yeah. Got you uh, beat by one. This recent <laughs> one, the recent one was the, the, the one that edged you out. Yeah. Getting married is going to be tough, man. I don't know what my, my wife's going to do. You see my <laughs> ring finger. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Well, I'm I'm glad you're doing good, bro. My uh my weekend was fun outside of outside the game. Um I went to the fair. Uh took some pictures with some kids out there. Um had nice. a good time. I had I had uh what what was it called? Fried Oreos. Fried Oreos were so bomb. Oh, my I love gosh. fried Oreos. Right. I had fried Oreos, a turkey leg. I wanted an Indian taco, but by the time you eat just those two things, I was full. I was like, nah, I can't do it to myself. And I might get caught up to the NFL on Sunday, so who knows? True. <laughs> Indian got a taco, call that's yet, interesting. Bro. Yeah, Indian taco, bro. It's like this big, uh, I think it's fried, just uh, flat bread with uh, a whole bunch of, um, think of like the, um, what's that taco from Taco Bell? It's the thick one. Um, oh man, I used to get them all the time, but then I stopped, but it's not the regular shell and it's not the soft taco, but it's the, like, the, uh, uh I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name. I don't want to say anything false if yeah. they have everybody coming from me. So, but I think yeah. I know what you're I, talking about though. The fans will know what we're talking about. I would go look it up, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. Had a blast with the fair. <laughs> Uh, I went to Campus Corner with my fraternity brothers. Uh, I think what oh, Friday. Speaking of that, speaking of that, at the Game what? Boy when we were coming in to walk at Champions, y'all boys was deep. I said that. Oh yeah, you saw us. Yeah, 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 bro. It was so funny because everybody thought we were Kansas State, and I'm just like, no. So 
I had to go and get an OU hat because I was there for like 30 minutes around like two o'clock. And I'm like, oh, this is going to get bad. So I had to go find me an OU hat. I'm like, yes, this is Jay Hall. I'm wearing crimson. (laughs) Relax. So, um, but yeah, man, we, we, we had a great time for those of you who saw us. Um, yeah, you, you just had to be there. Um, but the game was, uh, what, what else did I do this weekend? Um, oh, we read to kids. Uh, I thought that was fun. Um, I think what 40 of my fraternity brothers run around to, I think eight different schools and we all read to kids. Uh, I read to second grade. So that was nice. So uh, ask your kid if, uh, you guys live in Norman, if you, if you have a kid in elementary school, ask your kid if, uh, a person in purple read to him. Um, that, that was the bros. So, uh, funny thing is the class that I read to, I ran into the teacher's husband at the game and, uh, that was cool. Cause he was like, Hey, yeah, you met my wife earlier. I was like, I did like, what did I say? Did I mess up? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cause I, I thought like, who knows? Like maybe I was talking to somebody or something like that, but, um, he was like, yeah, my wife sent me a picture. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm, I'm in the clear. I, I was thinking he's going to be mad at me or something. Um, he showed me the picture and uh small world, you know, in a, in a mm-hmm. stadium of 80,000, you just so happen to run into somebody's husband that you uh, just met earlier that day. So uh, the weekend was cool. Um, coming back to Norman made me realize how unclean some college kids are because, uh, yeah, my frat brother in his room was uh, not up to not up to par. You know? mm. um, yeah. College students are disgusting. <laughs> Very much so. I haven't been over to your place in a while, but Anyways, let's uh, I keep my let's stuff move on tidy. to the game. Yeah, I know you do pretty tidy well. A couple of times have I have been over there. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the game, though, bro. Uh, let's uh, from my perspective, first time being a fan, and uh, first time seeing all the pregame stuff, bro. Do you, do you know how much happens pregame? Like, I, I know you probably, I I we've never seen it. So let me tell you. Wait, what do you uh, mean? Like, oh, you're talking the, about the like flag. before we... Yeah, the flag, yeah, yeah, the yeah, marching yeah. band, the mm-hmm. chant, the the flyover, um, the videos, the like it, it was just cool seeing all of that. Um I felt bad when they when they started the OU chant because I didn't know a word. Uh-huh. I, I, <laughs> I well hold on, let me let me tell you why, bro. Because I graduated early in January. And they don't do uh, what's the thing they do over the summer with all the the new kids? Oh, um, uh, camp, uh, camp crimson, crimson, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't get to do that, so I didn't learn the chant or I didn't learn anything. Uh, I was an early enrollee. I've never been to a pregame, so when everybody was saying it, I was just like, "Ooh, this is cool." Nice. Then I was like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be saying this too," and I was like, "Yeah, they got it." <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, that was cool. The, the fans were, the fans were great. I don't know about you, but what did you think about the crowd last night? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was a great, uh, atmosphere. I thought it was electric. Uh, obviously, you know, with the way things trended, you know, the, the atmosphere in the stadium kind of followed that, uh, you know, that move. But other than that, man, like the Walk of Champions, man, was ridiculous, man. It was deep. It was just a sea of red out there. Uh, beginning of the game, man, it was loud. They came ready. And so, you know, 
uh, we don't ever take that for granted, no matter the outcome of any game, you know, so I really appreciate Sooner Nation for that. And, you know, I just uh, encourage them to keep on doing that because, you know, we had a little hiccup, but uh, we're we're going to get stuff trending in the right direction. So I don't want that to discourage anybody from coming or, you know, being loud or anything like that. So uh, I just want to say I appreciate Sooner Nation and uh, please keep it going. Yes, sir. Hey, Brayden, what's your first memory from your time playing sports as a kid? Uh, man, you know, one memory comes to mind about when I was playing football and, you know, youth football. It was a snowy day for some reason in Texas. And I think I had got banged up. And I told my mom, I came over to the sideline. I was like, Mom, I'm hurt. And my mom looked down at me. She's like, are you, are you injured or are you hurt? And then I was <laughs> like, eh. And then she was like, well, if you're injured, then I understand. But if you're hurt and you sit out this game, you're going to be real disappointed if your team loses. And so then I went back in the game. We ended up winning. So that that's one time that sticks out to me. Anon Sports is providing these memories for kids throughout the state of Oklahoma. If you're a parent and looking to sign your kid up for youth sports, look no further than Anon Sports. We highly encourage you to consider signing up your kid for flag football. But they also have basketball, volleyball, baseball, and soccer ages vary from three to 14 years old and here's a perk for you parents practices and games are on the same day so it's a one day a week commitment and leagues last for seven weeks they have locations in the edmund okc area yukon Moore, and norman so check them out by going to i9sports.com or call 405-225-7048 so one thing i won't do after a loss has put you in a position to to just hear me criticize the team. So we're going to do things different differently. We're going to leave uh, the 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 play by play up to Gabe and the and the rest of the critics out there. I I just want you to talk about how you feel um uh, about the game. You know, obviously yeah. it's an L, but uh, let's let's talk about it from your perspective. What what did you notice? What did you not notice? Uh what things stood out? and uh, that type of deal? Uh, you know, I I think first and foremost, I think it, it starts with me. Um, and, you know, not saying like the loss, but in terms of preparation, because during the week, you know, we, we had a slow Tuesday, good, really, really good Wednesday. And all the other days were really good, but Tuesday was kind of slow. And after that Tuesday, I wanted to say something, right? And I wanted to, uh, I wanted to get the team up as a group and just kind of mm -hmm. say something without any coaches there, you know, because usually guys are more receptive when coaches aren't there. Uh, but then Chris Murray said something after one of our practice, and he said some really good words, and I was like, and guys were receptive to it, and I was like, oh, like you know, what I'm saying he kind of just like that's what we needed, like okay, that's good. But even still, I think I should have said something. This is what I was going to say. You know, I tweeted out earlier this week, Rap Poison, right? Because mm -hmm. I didn't heard all the, so all the, everybody on the social medias and, you know, regular media, just like, you know, dr drinking our Kool-Aid, hyping our praises, whatever the case would be, you know? And with a team like this that has so much, uh, so many new faces and young faces. You got to think about it. Half of our team is either guys that have transferred in 
or young guys, right? And half the other team, half the team is guys that's been here. That's a big separation. You know, you got a bunch of mm-hmm. old guys, you got a bunch of young guys, not really much in between, right? Right. So these are like 50% of our roster. That was our, there was the, that was their first time playing Kansas State. Like they know nothing about Kansas State other than what we, we have told them, you know? So I wanted to go in there and tell guys like, hey, like, you know, everybody's singing our praises or whatever. And, you know, we don't need to listen to them because we already knew coming into the season how good we can be. So it's no surprise to us. But we also know looking at the tape in the film that we're nowhere near how good we can be. You know, we're not playing. There's a lot of mistakes that we need to clean up in general over those first three games. Yeah. And so I have I do have a regret on not saying something in that moment. Chris said some words similar to that, but I think I just wanted to call the team up. I should have called the team up and set it in a team meeting format and let guys get some older guys get some stuff off their chest. So that's a regret I do have. I won't make that regret again. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say every time everything. Every time I feel it, you know, I'm not going to let anything slide. I don't think you can let everything slide. I think when you have a team of old guys that are all on the same page, maybe. But with the dynamic of our team, I can't let anything slide. So that's why I said this. that one's on me. Mm-hmm. I got to be better as a leader. But overall, man, we just started very slow, man. You know, I, I don't know what it was. Um, and, you know, going to speak more on the offensive side because I'm an offensive guy, you know, I don't want to say anything about the defensive side because I'm not over there. I wasn't, you know, but, um, we just, we just started slow. Uh, they definitely knew that we're going to try to establish the run early, you know, because we've been doing it for the last four games, trying to establish the run early. So yeah. they were keying on that. They were teeing off on that, you know, same defense that, it's difficult to navigate that three safety bandit defense. We had a better plan coming into it, but you know, it's still a difficult defense to navigate. Uh, but you know, playing a team like that, they don't make many mistakes. They're disciplined and they play hard, you know? So, uh, going back to, I what I went and watched the film today, man. And it's really unfortunate because there's like, Four plays. I was just in about that, to say that. It's like yeah. four plays in that in that tape where if we connect on them four plays, it ends up being a blowout instead of us losing. Yep. And it's it's frustrating because this is what I what I came on a pod and I told y'all like two weeks ago. Like the 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 difference in winning and losing or blowing someone out and you know or not is like super 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 small. And it can only be a few mistakes that could cost you, you know? Right. So, um, go, but going back, you know, and like like I said, Kansas State played a great game. Going to give, you know, them their props. I'm not going to take anything from them. But, man, we stopped ourselves the whole game. We really yeah. never got stopped other than we stopped ourselves. We get a good drive going. Boom, boom, boom. Penalties. Me. False start, you know. Um, just, just – a whole lot of sloppy ball was being played on our side of the our, on our, in the terms of us, you know, not even playing penalties like pre-snap penalties, you know. So right. uh, I think yeah. that really 
that really put us in a hole because we were moving the ball. We had over uh, dang near 600 yards of offense. Yeah. Y'all had more. Y'all had more total yards at the end of the game than they did. I don't know if you knew. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you guys feel uh, at the beginning? First quarter, uh, things were slow. Any, uh, any hiccups that you felt in that moment or anything outside of the ordinary? Yeah, I just sometimes because starts... you guys started slow against Nebraska too, but then, you know, scored with 20, whatever straight. And this mm-hmm. is another slow start for you guys. And I, I don't, I'm not saying the two are uh, relatable by any means, mm-hmm. but in one slow start, you guys battled back in this slow start, obviously a different team. So like I said, each team is separate, but um, I'm assuming there was no worry because you guys had already done it before. Do you think the fact that you guys came back and scored that many points uh, the week prior to made an impact on this week? Do you think the guys yeah, were I, a little comfortable? I, I do. I um, I think it's two things, quite frankly. I think it is sometimes you can be so unselfish as a group. Mm-hmm which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong, but you can be so unselfish as a group that everybody is kind of waiting on other people to make a play. Uh, and that's okay. what I felt. Okay. I felt like at the beginning, like I feel, and I feel, I've been feeling like this the first couple of games, you know? So like everybody's waiting on someone to make a play. Like, okay. You know, just kind of filling it out. So waiting for someone to make a play. Someone makes a play. Then we go. And that comes, you know, and then that, in terms of what I want to do, I want to be the guy to be able to jumpstart offense. You know what I'm saying? So trying to figure out a way that I can be the guy to jumpstart offense, because once we start, once we get a jumpstart and once we start going, we start rolling, you know? Right. So I think that's the first thing is that we can't sit around waiting for someone else to make a play. Like everybody Mm -hmm. has to be ready to make a play at a moment's notice. And then, like you said, I think, being a little bit too relaxed, too composed, if that even makes sense, kind of put us in a predicament to where we're like, oh yeah, you know, we can score at a moment's notice. Like, like let's let, let's let defense get a stop. You know what I'm saying? Let's get out there and score. And then when things weren't going our way, we're like, okay, like, you know, we're, we're still good, but I think there needs to be more of our urgency, not rush, but our urgency, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. I think a proper term, if we can put a label on a label on it, would be controlled aggression. Right. Knowing when things need to be amped up, knowing when there isn't, there shouldn't be a time of worry. You know, I I'd say to to um, reflect on what you just said in terms of being a guy to jumpstart the offense. I always thought that was hard as a harder as an H back because you know we're not a, a primary target in the passing game and in the run game. You know things. You know it's it's sometimes it's hit or miss. You know with the H back, but mm-hmm. I will say I, I thought that Marvin did a good job throughout the game of trying to get you guys sparked up. You know I think right. that he made some great plays. Uh, I think in the first quarter. Um, we're looking at what a 50 yard bomb to Marvin, uh, to make it a tie game. And then we just couldn't feed off the momentum after that. But you're right in terms of, uh, I wouldn't say the complacency of 
knowing that just because we've made a comeback before means that we, uh, we can automatically do it again, you know? And, and I think that it takes experience because uh, you're looking at DG, although he's, although he's, um, he's experienced, you know, this is his first year at OU, you know, half the offensive line, you know, um, Rames is the first season starting and actually having to, you know, fight through struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and some other, uh, Jaleel Farouk, you know, Theo was out this past year. You know, we, we're, we're looking at guys who yet they, they're all, they are experienced, but they haven't been through a dog fight. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think to credit your point, you know, this is, this is just a learning phase for the team, you know, and, and I say that, but let's, what, what do you think about being a part of that? Now I just said all the guys around you are, are, are growing. And then you see on social media, on Twitter, you know, you see, I, I saw a tweet this, this morning that said, uh, you know, uh, we knew BV had all the talent, but we also knew that there were going to be bumps in the road. Now, I, I, I don't know about you, but how do you feel when you see or hear stuff like that? Because I know you're a fifth-year guy. You want to win. Mm-hmm. You know, there you you don't want to be a part of a rebuild. You don't want to be part of bumps in the road. Does, right. does that come to mind or bother you at all? And do you have any thoughts about that when you see stuff like that on social media? Uh, I tend to not let the social media, you know, affect me. But I also do want to say that I never came into the season thinking about a rebuild year. This isn't yeah. a rebuild year. This is a go in it all year. And we definitely can do it. We just got to lock into the details. We have to lock into just all the stuff that makes people great. You know what I'm saying? The extra work, the extra film, like going hard in practice, the physicality, just the the composure in terms of pre-snap penalties, you know, everything that goes into being great, we need to lock, lock, lock in on. Because me coming into the season, like that loss hurt me because I'm like, man, I really thought that was going to be the undefeated season, you know? I thought that was going to mm-hmm. be undefeated season. So I didn't come into this thing thinking like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a rebuild year. Like I came into this thing thinking like me – being a leader, I'm going to lead this team to great things. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes, um, it's, it's weird to say, but sometimes failure is not a bad thing. It pushes you to future success, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's a little adversity, um, you know, Murphy's law, whatever, whatever can go wrong, will go wrong. And, uh, we just got to fight, you know, we got to fight it. We have to, our will to be great has to be stronger than anything else right now. So, yeah, you can't unscramble scrambled eggs. Exactly. <laughs> Brayden, our next sponsor comes with perfect timing. As you know, I'm in Ardmore right now, and I'm always looking for incredible places to eat. Well, it just so happens that our newest sponsors, Ted's Tacos and Cantina, is promoting their restaurant right here in Ardmore. Man, that's great timing. I know you love Mexican food, and I do too. And I have sources telling me that they're going to hook you up for a free meal when you go in. Hey, talk to me. I love to <laughs> hear it. You know what else I love to hear? Ted's Tacos and Cantino offers daily. That's right. 
daily happy hour specials and weekly Taco Tuesday deals. This is a haven for classic and novelty Mexican eats and is the perfect spot to stop for lunch on your way to the Red River Showdown here in a couple weeks. For loaded fries to enchiladas, there's something for everyone. They're located right off I-35, exit 32. To learn more, visit tedstacoscantina.com. That is Ted's, T-E-D-S, tacocatina.com. I'm going to cash in on their generous offer for a free meal and report back. But I'm telling you, I already know the food is incredible. I'm sure you're going to love it. Remember, y'all, that's Ted's Taco and Cantina, an Oklahoma company. Hey, let's look at the, the second half. You guys come out and uh, score score a field goal on the first drive, I think it was. And you uh, getting a little getting a little bit of a, a chip there on the sidelines, huh? I say, uh, is that the spark you was trying to create right there? You know, is, is that the play? You know, I'm about to throw this guy to the sideline and then get the get the crowd and the team going. Nah, man. I, I mean, I mean, mom, yeah. If hey, it, hold on, hold on, hold on. My mom, my mom texted me. My mom was like, "Look at B. Will flexing his muscles over there on the other side." <laughs> I just started laughing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if that that's what the team needed for sure. But uh, man, you know, I was just doing my job, you know, and I, 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 I you know, pushed him all the way to the sideline, and yeah. he got over to the sideline. You know, he, he had a problem with it, I guess, and then you know, the rest <laughs> of the team had a problem with it. Meanwhile, you know me, I'm never going back down from nobody. So oh, they yeah. over there in my ear, and I'm over there like cheesing, like yeah, let like let's get into it. <laughs> Like, yeah, like I'm with yeah. all of it, and then all my boys started coming down, you know, coming through, and I'm like, okay, yeah, like, and I think Yo. I did think that created a spark. So that, that 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 that's what I'm talking about, you know. I there has to be something like that earlier in games, whether mm-hmm. it's a play or it's a block or something like that, where everybody is like, oh yeah, all right, let's roll, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I agree. I think, you know, especially at our position, you have to find a way to, whether it be a, a cut block, which you had a very, a very, I don't, have you seen that old film? saw that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Big scorpion. Bro laid it on his head. I'm like, okay, look at I the kid. I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Cut the mess out of him. That was like a split second decision because I wasn't planning on cutting him, but I was like, let me just put it on tape and Cut him and bro was like, <laughs> <Let's move Yeah. on. laughs> nah, you did you did a good job with that one. Um, honestly, man, I, I I think you did a good job overall. Besides that one penalty, the the false yeah. start that was kind of a, a momentum killer because it was know, that's fourth down. That was third down, fourth down, fourth down, right? Fourth and one. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I but I heard I, something. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard something. I heard go. Okay. And the 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 funny thing is, well, some I was like, okay, me, I'm an old guy. A lot of stuff don't rattle me, right? And at the same time, I didn't really have anything in my gap at that point. Yeah. So I was in no rush to get down there. But the reason I reacted the way I did, because I heard something. I heard something <laughs> and I, I just like that, that's the thing that people will never understand is that, like, in that moment, the other team might be saying our cadence, 
The yeah. ref could have said something that is similar to our cadence. He could have smacked DJ. Like, there is so many things that could have, like, happened in that moment yeah. to cause people to jump. Because I wasn't the only one. Why you also jumped? He'll tell you that. Yeah. No, yeah. You know? And I, don't then think, also, I don't think the fans that watch understand that the other team will try and mimic your cadence. Like the, They the, will. The, but the ref, his job is to prevent that because that's uh, illegal. But it, it still happens. So, right. yeah. It, when you hear a go, sometimes it might not be DG. You just got to hear a quarterback's voice. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you and might they'll be try to mimic. Old. They'll be trying to mimic your quarterback's voice. I don't know what happened, bro. Also, there was, like, like there was, like, times where I don't know if the Rubbernecks did it on purpose, but they were, like, shooting the guns, like, during plays and stuff like that. And so I was, like, like there was just a lot going on. No excuse. You know, I got to be better. <laughs> but, uh you know, that that was what was going on through my head for anybody that wanted to know why the fifth-year senior jumped off sides on the critical situation. So, Yeah. Yeah, ladies happens. and gentlemen, we all make mistakes. Uh, let me talk about the defense real quick. So I uh, I was asked, you know, Jay Hall, what did you think about the game and, and this and that? I'm like, you know, I don't think – one thing specifically killed us on defense. You know, honestly, I just think Kansas State executed well. Like, there was times where, you know, the quarterback had plenty of time to get the ball out the pocket. You know, we could talk about the defensive line. You know, there was times where the safeties couldn't come down and, and tackle Deuce Vaughn. Not that I could, because that, you know, I, I remember right. one play in particular. He had about three feet of space. I know exactly what play you're talking about. Within that play, then Two got people. to the second. Yes, then got to the second level and shook somebody else. I'm like, yo, okay, like this number twenty. Within like, is, yes, yeah. yes, within like inches, and I mean inches. Like you're man, I don't even know. I've never seen someone as shifty as uh that guy. Uh, we said it last week before the pod, um, or during the pod. That's going to be a key. Like we got to tackle this little guy, um. Martinez, the quarterback, took uh, he played out every his body. perfect running lane possible. And I don't know. He played out his body. I don't yeah, know what nah. was going on, but he played out his body, man. That's the thing, though. Like, what, like everybody's going to play us like that. Everybody's yeah. going to play us like that. It's just, you know, just how it is. And we know that. And so we can't. Can't use that as an excuse. We know everybody's going to play out their body versus us, you know? So, mm -hmm. but. Yeah. Uh, the defense, they just, we, much like the offense couldn't get into a rhythm, um, Kansas State kept our defense on their toes. You know, I'll, um, you don't have to comment on this, but personally, I think from a defensive standpoint, we were outcoached. You know, I think that their offense did a hell of a job. And I mean a hell of a job. Like, I remember one play in particular. You remember uh, New York Bible? Mm -hmm. They ran New York Bible down on the goal line, and uh, they got Justin on a read option play. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how you expect in unless you load the box. And see, because the thing was, we were playing zone. And in order to beat that play, you got to lead the outside. You got to lead the corners, and man, you got to put an extra person in the box. You got to have somebody to run. Right, you got to have someone coming across. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you can't just that puts Justin in a bad position. 
and yeah. it makes everybody else look bad. But I'm like, that's just a hell of a play call. Um, when the fullback tight end caught, I think he he caught two balls over the middle when the defense was playing zone. That's not the defensive's fault. It, the the open spot in any zone is uh, the middle of the field, you know, depending on the depth of the middle linebacker. If it's Tampa 2, the middle of the field by the 5, 7-yard line is always open. If it's regular cover 2, the middle of the field between the safeties is always open. You know, it's it's small things like that that I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh, you know, you got to be better as a leader or, oh, Billy has to do this better. No, like, honestly, I think that the defense just got outcoached, you know. Um, another example, and this will be my last one, quarterback power. What does quarterback power allow you to do as an offense? It allows you to keep an extra bro- to keep an extra blocker, the running back, in the box. So that now puts six guys, the five offensive linemen and the running back, up against five people in the box. You know, the what if you're playing a what three two four four two, um, that's covered. Then you got to bring a safety down. So if you're gonna put a safety in the run fit, then that leaves some a one on one somewhere. You know, and right. that number four kid, you know, he's he's good. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. so these were the mismatches they were creating. They ran quarterback power several times on third down. They scored two touchdowns off quarterback power, and we didn't adjust to that properly. You know, when we did adjust to it, they took advantage of the one-on-one. So um, it's uh, it, it's a lot going on out there. I'll never sit here and um, blame anything on one one uh, one position group or, or one specific player because then I get a, I gotta get a text from you know, hey Jay Hall, why are you calling me out like that? So it's it's a it's a team effort, you know, and yeah. the team includes the players and the coaches. So you don't have to respond on that. I won't put you in that position, but that's the thoughts that I had on defense. Um, last thing that uh, I'll talk about personally, then I'll let you touch up on anything you have left is uh, Mike Houck. I always find it cool how he comes up with these tweets, but he said, including tonight, as in last night, OU football has lost its big 12 opener five times going back to 2006 on each of the four previous occasions. The Sooners won the Big 12 title 2006, 2007, 2012, 2020. Uh, I always thought these stats were kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. But as a player, I, I never paid attention to them because, honestly, no year is correlated to any year. So I just wanted right. to ask, do you feel the same way when you see stuff like that? I haven't seen that. And yeah. I feel the same way that you feel. You know, uh doesn't matter. We need to be where our feet are, you know, and focus on being the best team that we could be tomorrow and the next day, all the way up into TCU and do it all over again. All right. Well, wrapping things up, I know that whenever you have media or whenever uh, people see you on uh, the, the interviews and stuff like that, they're going to ask you, how can you guys turn this around? And you're going to want to give a good answer. You know, you're, you're probably trying to think of that as a player yourself. And I want to tell you when you get asked that question or when you have thoughts of what can I do differently to make sure that this week is, is, is a success. Don't feel like it has to be anything drastic. 
okay? Mm -hmm. Because the formula is probably, most likely, the one you're using now is, is, I can guarantee, is a winning formula, okay? It is. How many teams go undefeated throughout the season? I think OU has only ever had, like, two or three undefeated teams. And how many national championships? Right. Multiple. So, when you report to that locker room tomorrow, smile and greet people as you always do. Keep morale up as you always do. You know, carry out your normal conversations. Don't don't be the dead horse. You know, don't right. scramble. And what 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 did what did he say about the eggs again? Try to unscramble scrambled eggs. Yeah, don't, yeah, man. Go into that locker room tomorrow with the same energy you did week one, because those young yeah, guys no are doubt. looking up to you, bro. Those young guys yeah, are looking up yeah. to you. They will do. You know, like I said, you go back and watch the film, and it's actually really encouraging to watch the film. No, we didn't play well, but we didn't play well, and we were about four plays away from breaking that thing open to a blowout. That says a lot about the type of team that we can be. So we clean yeah. up some stuff, man. Hey, we're going to yeah. be all right. Hey, before we uh, before we wrap it up, um. We're, we're we're talking from a, a negative standpoint and all, but uh, my boy got two tutties. Yes, hey. sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, that's back-to-back yes, -back years. The the H-back tight end room has uh, two touchdowns. Yeah. Against Kansas true. State. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I scored last year on two. You yeah. got two this year. <laughs> yeah. I'm racking them up, man. So, you know, all thanks to my Lord and Savior, man, but you know, it's, yeah. it's being a, it's a good year. I was surprised you scored on that corner because I think the tight ends have ran several corner routes over the past five years and have never scored or have like one on a corner route. <laughs> oh, that was coming to me though, all the way though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I think they were playing what cover two that uh that whole shot was open. Yeah, like the, like a twenty six because they mm -hmm. always, they're always in that three safety, so that bandit is there. So yeah. But we just shifted, or not shifted, but motioned our, uh, I think it was what, Theo across. Yep. And then, yeah, they were in that, you know, safety over top corner playing the flat. So, yep. And uh, that uh, y'all ran, I know it as Redskin, but yeah. Um, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, essentially what it is. Yeah. You did a good job keep, uh, staying on your feet, scoring on that. Not going to lie. That play was. Uh, better than it even looked because all I thought when I was coming across, okay, I got to outrun somebody because someone's going to mm -hmm. be following me. And so I'm running, and then I saw the pressure off the edge, so I'm like, okay, I got to get my eyes around quick because I know it's going to be in his face, like the person's going to be in his face. And then as soon as I got my eyes around, like I'm looking, and then there's just a ball, ball yeah. right there. Like it was like, it was like eyes around, like looking at DG, don't see nothing. Ball, low left corner of my eye, catch. Then I was like, okay, let me just dive in the end zone. Touchdown. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, you look good. You look good. Appreciate that. <laughs> Sooner Nation. I do appreciate that. That is all we have for this week on the podcast. Keep your head up, boys, fans. Fear not. We still got a whole season left. Oh, one last thing. What you got? One last thing. Um, so typically, you know how it is uh, in Norman after losses. 
Uh, yes. After losses, it's very it's like a dark uh, cloud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is not good. Some guys have received death threats. Hey, I mean, hey, we don't take it too seriously, so it's okay. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, hey, not okay. Putting us in group messages and stuff like that. It's okay. Like, hey, you know, we get it. But I do want to shout out one guy, uh, Aiden Noonley. Noonley. I hope I said mm-hmm. that right. But uh, I think he's a uh, a college student here. And I took a picture with him at the spring game. And he sent me a nice little voice memo saying that, you know, the student section, uh, you know, it was a tough, tough night, but the student section is there. They're going to continue to be there. Um, you know, they're, they're proud of us and just to keep on going. And, you know, those were nice words of encouragement, you know, and so that, that means a lot, you know, when a lot of times though, you know, that dark cloud is surrounding the program. It means a lot for, you know, someone to just be like, Hey, like, you know, we got y'all just get it right. You know what I'm saying? So appreciate yeah. Jaden and, uh, and the rest of the student section and the rest of the fans. So yeah, that I give my shout, shout out. out. Yeah. Shout out to ooh, I, I have a shout out too. Um sure. on my way back from Norman to Ardmore, um, I ran into this guy named Grant and he you know, he said what's up and I recognize his face. Long story short, he stayed in the same dorm I did my freshman year, and he told me he had one of your jerseys. He said he filled out the NIL oh. thing on Yeah. I saw two I saw like a couple of your jerseys out there yesterday, bro. I was like, Ooh, man, nice. what I would do to be on this team one more year. Shout out to the nation, man. Yeah. So I told Grant, um, I told Grant I'll give him a shout out. Grant, I hope you're listening. Uh, matter of fact, I know you're listening. He said he listens every week. Um, he's a season, his family's a season ticket holder. Um, has your jersey, listens to the pod. He's just a, he's a great guy. Just a great, listens to the pod, season ticket holder. I mean, has the, like, you know what? Just. Just oh, a good guy, man. Just a Grant, great guy. We salute you, Grant. We salute you, Grant. <laughs> all right, y'all. That is all we got for this week on the pod. Braden. Deuces. Love you, y'all. Yeah,